You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Our guest today is a 65-year-old yoga champion. Holy crap. Get ready crap. to be inspired. <laughs> I'm Robin Shaw. I'm Michael Buckley. And this is The Podcast. It's The Podcast with Michael Buckley and Robin Shaw. I've lost 85 pounds. Now I'm a personal trainer and help other fat people. I was the last kid picked in gym class. Now I'm a personal trainer and I've got a six pack. All um, right. How you doing? I'm doing good. How was your week? I'm good. I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. I know. It's, I know. <laughs> Forever. I look forward to this <laughs> all week long when I'm not here. <laughs> how are, here you? are I'm pretty psyched. Yeah. I am. I'm excited about today's show. Um, so, so you know how I'm obsessed with my calorie watch? Yeah, how's okay. that going? So I took a workout class today. It was a body sculpting class. And this girl in the class has the same watch. And we both pressed start at the same time to see how many calories we each burned. Right. Now, this watch, it you don't type in your weight and or maybe you do. I don't remember. But anyway, so I burned in this 55-minute class like 330 calories. And she burned like 500 and something calories. And I was pissed. So then I said to the teacher, I was like, why do you think she burnt more calories versus me? Do you think this is just like the whole thing's a scam and you can't really know how many calories you burn right. by just wearing a, a thing around your, you know, your waist or whatever, yeah, you yeah. know? And then he was like, no, she burned more calories because she works harder. <gasps> Oh wow! Can you believe he said that to me? I wanted to. Wow. I work so hard, but apparently, in this guy's eyes, he thinks she it works. It sounds harder. like he might be pulling a trick, like our trainer to the stars, Kawisco, was saying that he had that that celebrity client that was like to push, get pushed. Oh, hard. to push harder. Well, and then I was like, I said, I was like, you think she works harder? I was like, look at me, I'm sweating. He's like, well, where you use ten pounds, she uses twelve pounds. She always jumps on the box. You sometimes just jump. Like he was like pointing out things that she did. And I was like, all oh, right. he may actually have a point. I'll do respect. I'll do respect. No, I <laughs> that was got such a one. reflex. Oh shit. <laughs> You guys missed it. I just went to slap Michael. <laughs> yeah. You would think I've never spoken to a woman before, like at all. The point was just to capacity. take my side at the guy's an asshole and an idiot and doesn't know what he's talking about. But anyway, so it upset me so much. So tomorrow, I'm not going to skimp at all. Like, like if I if I, if I usually do ten pounds, I'm gonna push myself and this do. This guy the 12 clearly pounds. doesn't follow you on Instagram because yeah. he know about the box jumps. He, he doesn't. He doesn't. And he also teaches a um, what is it called? Like a sports conditioning class where it's always different, and we do different like sports like drills and things. And he always teams like people up in twos, right. and he always teams them up. Which I know as a you know a personal trainer, he like pairing people up with like their equal into the class and he's always pairing me with the fattest girl in the class or like the handicapped person or like the person who sucks he sees me as like a weekly he doesn't know that i know fitness or how great i am as a as a should, human being we should bring him on the show <laughs> i really really should i should let him let all of this out we should yet i take his class like three times we should a week. bring him and like my high school gym teacher on the show at the same time <laughs> who once told me during like gym basketball class, get off the court before you hurt yourself or somebody else. <laughs> he had a point. Yeah. I was going to say this guy, he's an amazing teacher. That's why I take his class so much, but I just hate that. He thinks I'm like 
not in good shape. Do you know what I mean? Like, I do know what you mean. That is like, frustrating. I'm, I'm like, do you know? Do you know that I... I, don't I know, host I don't the podcast. <laughs> I'm the host of the podcast. Man. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so anyway, so I was, a little, I was a little annoyed at that, but it did motivate me because tomorrow I'm going to step it step it up. Step it up. Jump it up on the box. Yeah. Um, fact. But it does. It is amazing. She used the 15s. If she's using the 12, whatever she. <laughs> yeah, if she's like, using the 12, you should use the 15. She, and if she's jumping on the box and, I, and where I usually just jump, I'm gonna jump over the box. I don't know. Does that do anything? And then you guys different? will compare compare <laughs> yeah. watches, and you'll. you'll but it, it is amazing. You take the same. Maybe class. yours is broken. You can say that tomorrow. <laughs> it is amazing if you take the same class. How if someone pushes themselves harder, you could burn. 150, 200 calories more than the person right next to you just by applying yourself a little bit harder. I'm I'm not glad that the guy was... I, he was cool about it though, right? He wasn't mean? Or was he a little bit meaner than he had to be? Well, you know, he tried to be nice, but I mean, there's really no nice way of saying. I'm not, I'm not happy if your feelings were hurt, but <laughs> I am glad that, that you brought up something. It's a really good point because... You know, uh, a lot of my female clients are always like, shouldn't we be doing this with less weight, right? Yeah. And he, he cited as a reason, she's burning more calories because she's working with more weight. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's it's true. You work hard, you're burning more calories. So That's gl- the end of story. She, I mean, he was right. I just, I, I felt like I was like killing myself in these classes and it just shows, I don't know why I'm playing with quarters right now. It's all relative though too, right? So like, what's a killer workout for you? It's it's your workout, right? Like right. I felt like I was killing myself. Robin in class needs to do today. Robin, <laughs> right? <laughs> so um, anyway, how are you doing? What's going on with you? I'm doing good. I do I look bigger since you, last I, week? Yes. I actually I weigh more than I have ever weighed in my adult life. You look right good. Now. Oh, well, you're like you. a muscle man right now. Oh well, thank you. Oh, you're yeah. welcome. It's a, it's the winter. He owed me twenty dollars for saying that. Uh, thank yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> he told me beforehand. To yeah, say it. No, the, checks in, the checks in the mail. <laughs> Wait till next Tuesday it. to cash it. <laughs> I'm going to the, the off track li- betting. Are you lifting more? I'm lifting more. I'm eating more, and uh, I yeah, like your shirt's tight, like around your arm. Yeah, and this fit like totally differently over the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the winter, so I'm I'm eating more yeah right? so i'm trying to just like it's not make technically sh- winter yet well or fall it's colder than i'd like it to be right you know I, i'm not showing up in tank tops to record the show anymore <laughs> you're in a t-shirt <laughs> i'm in a t-shirt <laughs> one step <laughs> true but i just roll in like longer. from the gym for most of the shows that, like that we recorded all summer like in just like a tank top and shorts like you know now i've got to wear sleeves Right. So I don't. I don't love that. Yeah, I'm eating more during the winter, which I think is actually like a know, squirrel. Oh no, like squirrels a, eat more like in a the bear, summer. And but they don't do it so they can have awesome workouts. They do it so, <laughs> they, can, they, so they can sleep through the winter. <laughs> That's like me. <laughs> I eat a lot right before I go to bed, so I can sleep through the night without having to wake up. I don't know. I'm just comparing myself to a bear and a squirrel. Um, all right. <laughs> It's. I have to tell you guys out there, they made the room where we record like more dim. So I don't know if I feel like, I don't know, I just feel loopy today. Yeah, like I feel like. Like I'm like in a good dream world. I feel like there's like a going to be like an old like ghost organ player behind <laughs> yeah. me that's just going to start there's playing like a, a creepy weird, old organ, yeah. right? There's definitely a weird. Uh, Woo. <laughs> 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 This is definitely going down in the craziest 
episode we're having. Yeah, I don't know what happened. We're just in a weird mood. All right, let's go to our fitness question. And then we should do it fast so that we could call okay. our yogi. We are going into the holiday season. So I have, I, I think it's a really good question. And who's the who's the viewer? CB1978. Okay. All right. Now, CB yeah. wants to, wants an, okay, so I got this in my, my email. And it, the question is, the holidays are coming up. I want to be able to go to a Christmas party and not be the freak that doesn't eat anything. Do you have any tips on how I can avoid putting on a ton of winter weight? Yes. Okay. Because, I mean, this is the story of my life. I mean, I go for, I mean, even just on dates, like I don't want to eat, you I, know. Yeah. I mean, I think for anyone that's a fitness concerned person, yeah. this is a really challenging time of the year. Okay. Well, can I, can I some people are going to think I'm such a freaking loser, but can I tell you what I used to do to save calories drinking? Because I, first of all, I could get drunk off of like one or two drinks, right? But mm-hmm. I don't want to keep drinking and waste the calories. So what I would do is I get like a vodka club soda and then go to the bathroom and dump most of it out and fill it up with water so that I was drinking water. So people, you know, when you go out drinking oh, with so your friends. Oh, so it's like a prop drink. Yeah, because all your friends will be like, oh, you're, you're fucking pussy. Just keep drinking. You're a pussy. Keep drinking. But you don't want to waste the freaking calories. So what I would do is I would be like, fine, buy me a drink. And then I'd go dump most of it out, fill it up with water so I'm saving the calories and not really drinking. And then and drink every like three drinks would be a real drink to keep my buzz. But like I'm not wasting the calories and keeping up with you know my friends. Right, right, right. No. So that's the one is get just get a clear drink, dump <laughs> it out, and put water in it. You could just do shots, I guess, right? Yeah, but I'm saying, but people will keep pressuring you. Oh, let me refill your oh, drink. Oh, let me get you a drink. Let me refill your drink. I you have really have... generous friends. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. yeah, I do. Everyone, even at my boyfriend's, I went to his uh, house for Christmas. Right. Last year, and his aunt's like, oh, Robin, you're low on wine. Let me get you another one. Robin, you know, and I was like, kept going to the bathroom and dumping it. You can't say no to the, like, you know, they're Italian. You can't say, oh, yeah. say no. Well, that's a big thing. A lot of people like, actually will say that to me. Like, you don't understand with my family. You know, like my mom gets really offended. Um, but I, so I think for like the big, the big days, you know, you want to give yourself, you want to make sure that for that big Christmas dinner, that's a cheat day for you. So you don't have to worry about it at all. But if you've got like, a, if you've got to make the rounds and do like a ton of parties, what I would say is make sure that you eat well up until the party so you don't go in starving and like right. all of a sudden, you know, and also just choose carefully, you know, like you, you know, what's going to, you know, what's going to be good and what's going to be worth it. And, and you don't need to sample everything. Just choose one right. or two items at each one of these parties that you think are maybe worth it. And you don't have to eat the entire thing. Just yeah, grab a little see, piece of something. I also, I think she's, I mean, she was saying she wants to not eat, but not look like a party pooper. She's saying she wants to be able to like enjoy herself at a Christmas party somewhat without feeling yeah without gaining a shitload of weight oh the other thing too is obviously keep working out on a regular basis right right like don't yeah the, i think the biggest thing is don't use the fact that you're eating poorly as an excuse to not hit the gym yeah and i also think i mean we always talk about this i can't do cheat days because once i cheat i don't know how to get back on so i always do whenever i have like like thanksgiving i go in there saying i I know what I'm going to eat before I even go in there. I'm only going to eat the turkey and 
whatever vegetables they have and I won't eat anything else. Like go in there with a game plan. You know, even That's if you, a good strategy. Yeah, even if you know you're going to cheat, say, okay, if they have pigs in the blanket, I'm allowed to have two and that's it. Like, like go in with a game plan so that you can enjoy it. You can, but you're not letting yourself like go, you know, free in, oh, a, yeah. in a land of, of Christmas treats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drinking water, I think, not even just so you can appear as if your glass is full. Yeah. Drinking water just throughout the day will just help you, feel, you full. feel full for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And eat a salad. Eat some fiber the day of. That'll help you keep things moving. It'll also make you feel more full before you hit that party. Right. All right. Well, thanks for writing in. Guys, if you have any questions, comments, we love hearing from you. Please write us on SoundCloud or on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Rate us positively and um you can review us as well <laughs> yeah we it love helps. we really do love hearing from you and tweet us we love these pictures you guys have been sending of your transformations and cool box jumps i love seeing it you can uh reach me at robin shawl on twitter or on instagram robin shawl at buckley body guru is is mine all right great so today's guest is a yogi who's how old She's 65. 65. I don't know if you saw. I uh, I saw the picture. There's some pictures. We'll post them with this episode when we tweet this out of her doing just the, I don't know what they're called. So I'm going to just like crazy, bendy, backwardsy. Type, yeah. All right, like, let's, let's call her. All she, sorts of craziness. We're phoning in because where is she? Uh, she's in Seattle. Oh, okay. And this is Suzanne Hansen. All right. All let's right. call Susan. Suzanne. Suzanne. She know we're calling? Yeah. Okay. Hello? Suzanne. Yes. Hey, this is Michael and this is Robin. You're you're on the podcast. Oh hi. Wonderful. Hi. How are you all? Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for inviting me. I've been looking forward to it. Very exciting. <laughs> so I was just trying to explain to our listeners. It's kind of hard because it's a uh, it's not a visual, not a visual medium uh, about the pictures that you sent from your competition a couple weeks ago. Uh, how would you describe? How what are the names of those positions of the of those those various poses that you sent? One I I um, I just uh, this the first one is called uh, full pigeon. <laughs> Funny name, <laughs> bull pigeon. Uh, the second one is called sleeping yogi, and that's with both uh, feet behind my legs. It's kind of hard to make out in the her, picture. So, to just to describe it to people, she's on her back, and her feet are behind her head. Like it's yeah. it's insane. Cross, uh, you cross know, behind my bed. Uh huh. And then uh, hands are interlaced uh, behind my back on the floor. <laughs> and and then the third position is called guillotine, and that's kind of self-explanatory. I'm standing straight up, and I've reached um, forward behind my legs, and once again, my hands are interlaced behind my back, and I'm in a kiss-my-ass type position. Well-described. <laughs> 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 well, well yeah, when people say you've got your head up your ass, <laughs> you, literally, you could literally put your that. head up your ass. <laughs> well, I'd rather have my head up there than someone else's, uh. so I guess that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get started in yoga? Because I know this, was, this came well, later in life, right? 
I have to tell you, uh, yes, I just found out yesterday, and the competition was last Saturday, and uh, I had no coaching, uh, which most of the uh, participants hire coaches and uh, to coach them through the process, and I've never uh, been in an event or participated in an event like this before, so it was it was just blindly that I signed myself up and went into it. So uh, I did come in third. I just found out yesterday. Oh, so congratulations. This, Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Holy crap. Uh, and, uh, Washington. Yeah, I'm, I'm stunned. I'm humbled and, and proud and hopeful uh, that I'll be invited to nationals in May since the women's senior division is... Uh, by invitation only. So what is the age range those, on, on the uh, seniors division? Uh, the age range is uh, 50 and above. So I was actually at 65 competing against women 15 years um, younger than me. So, I mean, it's quite an accomplishment. Yeah. I'm like, wow. That's huge. And I didn't even start doing yoga until I was 62. So I've been at this three years, and I just... Um, so want my journey to be an inspiration to uh, to seniors and to young people. So tell us how you got you started. Because I, you uh, know, I've actually been showing those pictures that that you sent of the various poses to my clients the past two days. Yes. And some, you know, and some of my clients are in, are in their twenties, and they're just absolutely blown away by it. So it it's not it's not age specific. It's something that I think serves as an inspiration it's not. to, and to I, anyone. To tell you the age. truth, I'm. Yeah, to tell you the truth, I'm blown away by a, by 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 myself. I, I'm I'm just you know I'm wondering what's next and have no idea. So it really is uh, it really is an exciting journey, and uh, and I came to it um, quite quite by accident, I could say. Uh, just a little bit of my story uh, starts back when my my life just really kind of started unraveling in about. Uh, 2001, uh, my husband had been diagnosed with colon cancer, and it was, um, uh, it looked to be untreatable, and um, because it was just so far, he, he had had it for six years before it was actually diagnosed, it was oh, diagnosed. And that same year, after finding out that he had already had the cancer for six years, uh, in 2001, I got a phone call that my dad had passed away from cancer. The next year, my only sibling and brother uh, passed away due to cancer surgery, and then the following year, my husband passed away. So that was three big uh, wallops in the matter of three years. Right. Oh, and wow. uh, that was all at the same time of, um, you know, the big uh, real estate uh, crisis. So when my husband passed away, um, he had lost his job due to cancer, or the cancer, um, the year before he passed away. We were in the ministry, and he was the director of counseling for a, a church of about 3,000 people. And it just got to the point where he just could not, you know, work anymore. So we were living on my salary and as an information security analyst working for American Airlines. So when he passed away... I waited a year, like everyone says you should, and then my son Gabe, who you know, he was um, a guest on the show. Yeah, he was, the, he was the, on yeah. our show. We really liked him. Yeah, the Hollywood stuntman for our listeners. He, <laughs> he is just such a neat guy. He's so cool. Uh, he is a very cool. He's a very loving and, and loyal son as well. 
Although he said some nasty things about you. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) He was so proud and happy that you were coming on. So it was really sweet. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, he was living in New York at the time. And I thought, well, this is just a good time for me to just cut loose of everything and move to New York City because I'd always wanted to live in New York, little girl from Wyoming. Right. And uh, so I was able to transfer with my uh, position to uh, ABN Emerald Bank on uh, 53rd and Park Avenue in New York. So I moved to New York. And um, having absolutely no idea of what living in Manhattan (laughs) was like, so, um, and having already, you know, this devastation in my life, right. um, my boss's favorite thing to do, he owned a bar, and the most favorite thing for him to do after me being in the ministry and no drinking, no dancing, no smoking, no, you know, just a, uh, just a clean, clean life, um, their favorite thing to do was, um, uh, take me down to the bar and just get me drunk as I'll get out and send me home <laughs> in a cab. So <laughs> it was a good way to drown my sorrows. That that pretty much and, explains, uh, describes, I think, a lot of people's first year in New York. Yeah. Usually they're, they're 22. But yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. it's, there's, an, there's an acclamation for anybody, I think, oh, when they first absolutely. get here. Well, I just, I fell in love with it. But of course, I can't remember half of it. Because <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel, too. <laughs> That's just how it went. And uh, during that time, of course, I, you know, I lost my home in Tulsa. There was a time when real estate was all upside down, and I couldn't even sell my house in Tulsa and uh, come out of it okay. I would have come out owing money on it. So, so you know, my life was, was really kind of just in a shambles. And um, about that time, I found out that I was, uh, also, my job had been offshored uh, to India, so I was losing my job, and apparent, uh, after a certain amount of time, did lose my job, and I, so I went contract, and at that time, it was when Wall Street was crashing. So I went to work for Citigroup, which was one of the big companies that crashed, and the stress was just incredible. It was just... Um, it was just more than, than I, anything that I had ever been through. And I was wow. just really having a, a hard time coping with it. And I'd, you know, been through a couple of failed relationships that were really hard on me. And I just found that just losing myself in a bottle of vodka was about the easiest way for me to cope with the whole thing. And, of course, by then I was smoking two packs a day and I was just a mess. I was right. just a mess. And, of course, and the understand, I feel were, like I mean, that's, I feel like that's such a common... I mean, you go through is. all of this tragedy... Plus, then all this hardship, plus financials. I mean, I think that's. I mean, it's I not would, a good thing, a coping method, but it's not. You're definitely not alone in that story, you know. Exactly, and having gone, then I had, uh, I, I went bankrupt. The the medical bills from my husband were just incredible. So, there just was, I, I just did not know how to cope, and I didn't have any coping mechanisms whatsoever. So, um, so when uh, when they let everybody go working for Citigroup, I decided it was a good time for me to get out of town. So I'd, I'd about had it with New York at that point, and just could not keep my head above water anymore. So I moved back to Seattle, um, in with my mother, thinking that she, you know, needed help, and she's a widow, and of course, the same as me. And um, 
Washington just really, I just never had enjoyed Washington. I didn't like the rain, um, mm-hmm. you know, no friends. And it was, it was just not a good situation for me to move back into. After 18 months job searching, I finally got a job that lasted for about a year. And then they downsized and I was laid off again. Just so, can't catch a break. Yeah, it was like, okay, would somebody just take me behind the barn and shoot me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my sister-in-law at that time decided um, that it was a good time for me to come down to California and just move in with her. So I did. And uh, But that it just wasn't working with the two of us either. We had lived before uh, together before. Uh, my brother and she had gotten married, and it worked out fine. But, you know, we'd grown, and and it just wasn't a good situation for either one of us. And at that time, Adam and Gabe, my two sons, were living in Venice, California. And uh, they had just had a couple of roommates move out, and so I talked them into letting me move in with them. Sitcom! <laughs> 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 I we should have had a camera in every corner of that house. I kid you not. It would have made tons of money. But <laughs> at any rate, we all get along really well, and we always have. But they could see that mom was really hurting. And by that time, uh, I had put in about six months of AA, realizing that I, my life just could not continue the way it was, or I, I, I wasn't going to be living much longer. So I was attending AA meetings every single day, and and uh, Gabe was really coming hard down on me uh, with smoking, and they just both just really, you know, came together and said, "You got to change. You got to change your life. Things can't continue to be this way." They kind of took on the role so, of the parents. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So Gabe said, "Mom," he says, um, "You got to come to hot yoga with me." He said, "I think it'll really help you." If you like it, he said, I know it'll change your life. So you started with Bikram. Yeah. Wow. So so Bikram was my first. um, Yeah, so I'm I'm a supporter of Bikram. Me and Michael have different opinions, but. Oh, absolutely. Such a great. I started out with Bikram, and I absolutely love that system. Uh, It works. And. uh, That's like someone that's uh, never jogged around the block. Like their yeah, first in exactly. their first experience with running is running a marathon. No, that's the thing though. <laughs> Bikram is for all levels. And I had just, it you really know, I had is. just stopped smoking even. So I was like, you know, what all of this heat and I mean I rolled out of that first class <laughs> and the first words out of my mouth were this is the greatest thing I've ever done. I have to teach this. Uh-huh. <laughs> After the first class? The first class. Wow. I couldn't breathe. My face was red. I was rolling around on the floor like uh, like a, a drowned puppy. It was very, very sad, but I was so exhilarated. I, mean, I think you either you know, love it or hate it. Well, I always say I, I, yeah, I love it and hate it. But just because we're so tight on time and we talk to you forever, what are you finding like the biggest health benefits you've seen since you've started doing the yoga? I went into yoga full of fear of my past and my future. And it's, it's completely balanced my hormones. It's boosted my self-esteem. It's been an inspiration for others. I lost weight. I gained flexibility. I gained a sense of balance, increased energy. It created a sense of belonging uh, with the yoga community. It just awakened a sense of awareness in me. 
I've learned things on the mat that I've been that have translated into my everyday life. I had no skills like this before I went into yoga, and yoga has taught me everything. How, how long was now. it from that first class until you started teaching? I just got my. I went through two two hundred hour um, certified yoga teacher trainings. I went. I finished my first two hundred hours in June of twenty twelve. And again, in June, on my birthday, June 22nd, I got my second certification uh, for another 200 hours just this last June. So I've just started teaching, and I also teach yin. I teach hatha at the 26 postures, a 65-minute class. And, and that uh, is the same as Bikram, right? Just No. It's, uh, you know, I prefer Bikram. Uh, I went to the Bikram studio close to me when I uh, when I first got up here, and it just wasn't hot enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> you're hardcore. So I looked around. <laughs> so I looked around for a studio that was really hot, and uh, and I did find a studio. Um, it's there are actually seven studios in this uh, Hot Yoga Inc. It is in the Seattle area, and they definitely are 105 uh, degree studios and uh, pretty high humidity. So, And I did find that with the heat being as intense as it is in, in the studios that I teach in now and uh, um, and practice in, that when I went down for the Bikram in uh, Vancouver, Washington for this uh, last event, that uh, the class was much easier for me than I thought it was going to be because it was a full 90-minute class. So, was this your first uh, competition? So I... Yeah, so the my practice in this uh, in the more intense heat is is pretty strenuous. Um, Suzanne, just so because that's we're a good thing. yeah, just because we're out of time, if you have any like advice to anyone listening who's oh, I'm sorry, Robin, you're breaking up. Oh, I said um, just because we're running out of time. Uh, if okay. there's any advice you could give, because you're, I mean, such an inspiration, and congratulations on coming in third. Because I don't care at any age, that's oh, amazing. Yeah. So congratulations. But uh, if anyone's hey. If anyone's if anyone's listening who uh, is also going through a hard time and wants to get what's like one advice you could tell them about getting into a yoga program? Um, what whatever you just said, yes. <laughs> oh, can you, Michael? Why don't you <laughs> ask since I'm breaking up. up? Can Can you hear me? Or are yeah. you? So <clears throat> for someone looking to get started, especially somebody possibly experiencing hardship in their own life, what what piece of advice do you want to do you want to Kind of I would just tell you in the room, and you will not know what to expect. It will happen to you without your even knowing it. You'll find that determination, that courage, that tenacity, that that uh, willingness to to do something that's not pleasant, but to carry it through, just to consistently uh, follow a practice in yoga, because you will you will become a person that you didn't know you could be. It will, it will literally wake you up inside. The meditation of yoga, the, the moving meditation of, of just uh, the practice itself, it just awakens you. I, it's a mystery. I don't know. If you can, anyone can put their, I'm sure that scientifically that they, they have reasons now for the changes that take place. But uh, it's just flooding your body with the nourishment that it needs to be healthy. And to be wise, I love so, it. Uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a magical um, exercise. Asanas are just the exercise part of yoga, and the um, you know the sport end of it. 
but going through those exercises, you'll you'll touch every ligament, bone, organ of your body and nourish it with the oxygen and the nutrients that it needs to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Uh-huh. And you will become healthy, wealthy, and wise. I'm a testament to that. And it's it's brought me into a closer relationship with a higher power. I've always been a woman of faith, and I have increased faith because of my yoga practice is is amazing. And I would just I would tell anyone and everyone to involve themselves in it. That's great. Suzanne, thank you so much for coming on today. We really appreciate you. Yeah, you have a great story. It's it's so awesome to be able to get it out there. Yeah. Uh, It it needs to be told because, uh, you know, lives are not perfect. And uh, and going into yoga is imperfect. Uh, You just this experience and, and come out so alive. I, I just, I can't say enough about it. I just, I want everyone in the world to do yoga because it will become a more peaceful, loving, uh, aware world for us all. It will raise the vibration of the world. Um, it just, it just uh, needs to happen. I'm so glad that it's taken off in the Western uh, world like it has. It's, it's, it's just going to raise the whole vibration of the world. I like it. <laughs> Great. All right, so we do this thing. Uh, do you know what time it is, Michael? Is it the Danny Tanner, what did we learn this moment? It this is. week moment? Why don't you explain what it is? So this is the part of the show where we, uh, we all just give a sentence uh, just saying what we learned on the show this week. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Michael, what did you learn this week? I learned that if everyone in the world did yoga, that it would raise the world's vibration and that the world would be a happier, more peaceful place. That was beautiful. I learned that there is no age limit on turning your life around and becoming healthy, happy, and fulfilled. (laughs) Suzanne, what did you learn this week? I've learned that I better continue doing yoga if I want to be a happy camper. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Congratulations and good luck on nationals if you get to go because that'd be awesome. Thank uh, you. And And you'll have to let us know how it goes. Oh, I certainly will. We'll have you back on. Um, All right. Guys, uh, if you have any questions, please write us. Don't forget to subscribe to iTunes. At Robin Shaw, at Buckley Body Guru. Yes. Subscribe on iTunes. Right on SoundCloud. I'm Robin Shaw. I'm Michael Buckley. And this is the podcast.